One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to the sport of it's episode seventy seven, which as Brandon just reminded me is the Paul Coffee episode. Yeah. Favorite. Paul Coffee. We also would have accepted Ray Bork. Yeah. Two of my favorites. Two of your favorites. Yep. So as you've heard, Brandon's here. We're gonna talk Timberwolves tonight, and Brandon is just he could not be more excited. Yodis Poochie. There's a trade table in front of him and that trade table is just moving around. Sitting to my left tonight in Sport of HQ is Stu. Hey guys, how's it going in it, person? It's good to have Stu here because now it'll make it harder for him to get up and leave and go mow the lawn. <laughs> you think that, but you would be wrong. <laughs> Not a euphemism. <laughs> and there, on the phone tonight, at, at some point Clarence will also be joining us on the phone, but first of all, we've got the Metro Area's number one Timberwolves fan, Mike Rand. <laughs> Check your smoke detector batteries. Check your smoke detector batteries, everybody. They need to be changed. and. Uh-huh. Today, I think today was the I'm so excited about the Wolves post, wasn't it, Mike? I can't help myself. Yeah, it, you know, I tried to temper it. I say they're only going to win 30 games, so I think there's. I'm, I'm interested though. I'm back. I'm back on the interested board. Let's say Local that. optimist, Michael Rand. So, Local optimist. Yeah. I, uh, we're gonna. We may talk some other stuff by, beyond Wolves, but I want to dive right into the Wolves right now. Mm-hmm. Let's recap the off season for the number of listeners that tweeted the Sportive Podcast account this afternoon. Just to say fart noise when we said we'd talk about the Timberwolves. I don't think they followed the offseason news. Let's go I through that. I saw at least one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, the offseason news, the biggest news, obviously, was they traded Kevin Love. Uh, the, he couldn't wait to leave, and now he's gone. And uh, and we uh, hate him now, right? We do. Yeah, we do. Uh, they uh, they open, uh, the Cavaliers open in a little while, and we're going to openly root against them to ever win a championship. Absolutely. What do you mean by we? Yeah. Well, Minnesotans. Minnesotans. Minnesotans in general. Yeah, yeah. of course. Collective the Rubes. Yeah. The Rubes. Yeah, the I can Rubes. see Minnesotans not liking Love. He wanted out for a while. Right. It's not, they, it doesn't do I mean, any good to point out that he desperately wanted to sign a five-year contract to stay here that he didn't get, right? That's right. not going no, to make anybody, make anybody any less angry. And, I get it. And which, and which I will argue that uh, David Kahn's ineptitude probably uh, ended up will end up benefiting the Timberwolves in that case in the long run. Really? Whoa! Yeah. Why would you say that? You're starting with a hot a take this hot. We usually very hot. It's so hot. It's so hot because I think as good as Love is, I don't think he's the kind of guy that could have that in Minnesota you could have built a championship team around. I think they're better suited in the long run with the build they have right now. Why do you say in Minnesota? 
Uh, because I don't think you can track the same caliber of player around him, um, at least with how poorly they drafted. I, I don't. I don't think he, he's he's a second or third piece. I don't think he's a number one piece. And I think you're going to have a really hard time getting the supporting cast you needed around him here to to compete for a championship. Just because no free agent would ever sign in Minnesota because it sucks here. Right. Yeah. No. More or less. Yeah. And that's, that's the way the NBA. That's the, that's the way the NBA. That's the way the NBA is constructed right now. You have to either follow the you know, heat or, you know, what the Lakers hope to do eventually model, or you have to follow the, uh, you know, the, the Oklahoma City model, which is, you know, you're a terrible Steal somebody market. else's team? Yeah. Well, <laughs> aside from that, but you have to you have to basically have, get, get really fortunate with your homegrown talent and hope they want to stay. And that's where the Timberwolves are. They're, they're never going to be a heat. So I, I think... While Love was a homegrown player, I don't see him as the kind of guy you build a franchise around. So I think David Kahn's ineptitude in that case, not in everything else he did, but in that case, will will benefit them in the long run. Thank you, David Kahn. No, thank finally. You, thank you, David Kahn. There's some chance that you're going to make that the title of this podcast, and I don't want that to happen. <laughs> I've already thank written you, it down. David Kahn. Should not be. I already out. saved it as a draft. I wrote a, yep. I wrote a blog post with that headline a few months ago, and everybody hated me <laughs> for good reason. Everybody hated yeah. me. Uh, yeah, um, but uh, yeah, the, the big big news obviously was Love got traded, and they they made out really about as well as they possibly could have in a situation where the guy wanted to leave because you you know. Usually, when someone backs you in a corner like that, you're not going to get top dollar, top you know, top dollar being you know, the return on investment. In Anybody. this case, they, right. in this case, they did. They get uh, the number one pick in the draft, a guy who we don't know how good he'll be, Andrew Wiggins, but we we think that he'll be pretty good. We like his ceiling. Uh, you know, good I ceiling. Do. You know, it's a big ceiling. It's a good ceiling. It it's a high it's ceiling. High ceiling. He's got, he, and he jumps high to to reach that ceiling. Um, and you get Thaddeus Young, who's a useful player. Maybe it's only in the short term. Sixers. And you get Anthony, and you get Anthony Bennett, who I called Andrew Bennett for about four hours in a post today, which is very <laughs> embarrassing. Uh, you get, Andy Bennett. You get Andy Bennett. I'm gonna do that. I'll probably do that a lot this year. Oh, yeah. uh, you get, we all will. You get Andrew Anthony, Bennett and Anthony Wiggins. Yeah. yeah, Anthony Bennett, who you know, it's only the preseason, but looks like you know some of the problems he had last year with injuries and expectations are maybe diminished a little bit now. He's very, very, at the very least, has a chance to be a useful player. He will also shoot about 30 times per 36 minutes, too. He loves chucking it. I think Flip's going to love him in that offense. Loves the Rangers. Good guy off the bench. That's all I know. He's been making them. So, so that's that's basically it. And then they drafted Zach Levine, who is an interesting, you know, athlete, uh, but a guy who's probably not going to make much of an impact. But he's way. not good at basketball. He's he's he good at jumping. Shown to be he's good, good at, at dunking. We we don't know that he's not good at basketball. Well, we, we saw him well, play in college. We've for sure seen him be bad at basketball for an entire season yeah. against terrible competition. They're a lot yeah, better so than the NBA. So so was Russell Westbrook. So was Russell Westbrook. I mean, you know, you got to give these guys a little. Russell time. Westbrook wasn't that bad at UCLA. He was he actually played in college. I don't think that's true. He averaged like four points a game his freshman year. And he can't dunk. Levine can dunk. Westbrook can't. No. He, he's noted for not being able to dunk. <laughs> that's Stu's wolf scouting report. <laughs> Russell Westbrook mm-hmm. can can't dunk. dunk. Zach Levine can, can dunk. dunk. <laughs> yeah. Edge, wrong? Zach Levine. Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. Am I No, Walter, you're just That is correct. Asshole. I thought Westbrook could dunk, but that's just me. He probably can. He can dunk yeah. pretty Pretty, pretty we'll well. check with Wade on that, though. Nope. <laughs> yeah. So those are those are the big guys coming in. Kevin Love is the big guy going out. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. That's, is there that's is there exactly anybody true. else that we lost from last year? We lost noted uh, domestic abuser Dante Cunningham. No, he was acquitted. 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 
Jeez, oh, I'm sorry. John, alleged I'm sorry. domestic oh, abuser that, slash that was, stalker. That was irresponsible. My of me. God, slash stalker is the part that really makes it. I mean, we are all journalism majors around here, and we know yeah, have some ethics. Alleged, alleged, journalism. alleged stalker. Alleged. He's gone, which is not good to lose two power forwards and not bring any in. Um, Ed Young's a power many, forward. Not bring yeah. as many. They brought, they brought in two power forwards. They Young Bennett and Bennett. And I know, but they did lose a ton of depth in that um, to rely on Bennett yeah. for much. How many power forwards do you need? They're thin there. They're potentially thin there, unless they feel like they could play. Bennett as your second is not a good sign for depth. Wait, Bennett's, well, Bennett's the backup power forward? Yeah, yes, Young will young. start. Young will start. Obviously, so this, the this guy that we're excited about is I think that's fine. I think that's fine. Playing I'm not, I'm not, the same number of minutes that. as Greg Doritos. Yes, yeah, I think most Greg, likely. I think Greg Doritos could play some power forward, too, if they absolutely need them to. What can't Greg Doritos do when you think oh, about wow. it? Oh, wow. That's Shoot. true. He's got all the – he's got oh, Cool Ranch flavors. He's exactly. got all the things. He's well, got he's all always five feet from the basket. I mean – What's the best good. Dorito flavor, Stu? Uh, plain. Plain? Plain. plain. No. Nobody likes plain Doritos. What? Oh, plain. They don't even make plain Doritos anymore. They don't. Probably nacho cheese. I'm a traditionalist. Mm-hmm. You, you cool are. Ranch. You are. Plain Doritos. Probably Cool Ranch. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. I'm, with, I'm there with the cool it's ranch. It's cool ranch. I've been out here for three seconds, <laughs> and you guys are already spouting fucking nonsense. Up, Nacho cheese. We've been, that was the we've been talking chips for half hour. On, and the first thing I hear is total effing nonsense. We're doing a full chip chat. Nacho cheese. What? Which means, that Clarence, which means that Clarence and I agreed on the very first thing we talked about tonight. Which is oh, scary. wow. It's a nice moon. That's probably first and last. To build on this. No, we're going to build ours. We can build on this. Okay, so I have a question for um, Michael Rand. Um, yeah. Are you a fan of the Thad Young uh, one-year contract um, trade for a mid-first-round pick, likely? Are you like it am. or don't? I, I am. I didn't, I didn't mind that. I, I, I wavered on it just because I, you know, part of me says if you're going to go rebuild, just go full rebuild. But I also feel like... Um, you know, if you're going to, you know, you'd have had to sign somebody to play power forward. You didn't want to put that pressure on Bennett right away. He's, you know, you don't know what you have in him. So to get an established power forward at least for a year, I think is smart. From a fan perspective, yes. I'm still, if I'm trying to build an organization perspective, not too happy about it. But I'm, mm. I'm a fan, so yeah. Maybe I, you can think, get, think... get him to stick around somehow. I don't know. Yeah, you could go either way on that. I mean, it's you know, it, it it could end up being that you would have rather had that pick, but you know, maybe he maybe he wants to maybe he stays around longer than this year. I mean, he's he's going to be a useful player, and you need people who act, who can actually score the basketball because you look at the starting lineup and you don't really know who's going to score right now. Trent Tucker Rubio's <laughs> scores the basketball. Uh, Timberwolves are playing excellent basketball. <laughs> I used to love listening to Trent. Tucker. I love so, their strength. <laughs> I was. A couple of weeks ago, I was covering a Minnesota United game, and Trent Tucker was Ooh. at the game for reasons Ooh. that sick, pass understanding. Sick, sick wow. I just don't understand. He loves, he's a big soccer guy. Bro. Trent, Tucker, Trent Tucker, Tucker, he loves tennis and soccer and basketball. So European. So European. <laughs> wow. The other day, I went and got a pot belly sandwich in the Skyway. Ooh. Sick okay. pot belly break. <laughs> there was a Ooh, yeah. There. Right. He was playing meatloaf on the acoustic guitar. Ooh yeah! I think his name was Kyle. <laughs> yes, his name was Kyle. I wasn't there, but his name was Kyle. Okay, so 
So that's, so that's what happened. In the, things we did. Ha, have the Wolves released JJ Berea yet? They have not. No. <clears throat> but they're, they're going to, right? Well, right now there's 16 guys in the roster. Right. They can only have 15. They have to drop Berea, Hummel, Bob Hummel, our Bobby guy, Hummel. our guy Bob Hummel, or uh, GR3, uh, Glenn Robinson, and mm. we'll see. Wait, we have GR3? No, you're thinking of RG3. We have RG3. Yeah, he quit yeah. football. Yeah, yeah, we have Glenn we have, Robinson. We have Ren Robinson. We have Glenn Robinson the third. He was our second round <laughs> pick this year. He's got potential, a, but he's got somewhat of a guaranteed contract, but it's not fully guaranteed. Yeah. So I think we're all hoping that we get rid of Berea. Well, everyone's hoping we, they have two point yes. guards who are going to play instead of JJ Berea. Correct. They right. signed Mo Williams right. specifically so they would no longer have to play JJ right. Berea. That is a truth fact. Right. I think they were probably hoping they would have been done with that by now, that they would have found someone to take him in a trade. Um, Who would trade for <clears throat> J.J. Berea? I don't know. It's, it's, not, like he, it's a, not like he's devoid of any accomplishment in his life. He's he's not a... He was good three you know, years he, ago in that playoff series. Right. And it's adorable flips going, hey, he looks pretty good. Yep. He's looking pretty good know, this year. We might keep him. Yeah. We might hold on to him, guys. You know Don't call me other GMs. I'm not totally creating him. He's <laughs> actually drinking <laughs> at the camera. Yeah. I, know. I know. Exactly. <laughs> Elbowing the reporter, as he's saying. Hey, I was just hoping that the Cavaliers would have bid on that and brought him along with love, and they could have kept bickering still. Oh, that would have been so good. Amazing. You know Flip asked for that about a million times throughout the negotiations. Oh, yeah. Are you sure you don't want Brett? He's free, buddy. He is so free. Non, non-starter, I'm sure, for uh, Kevin Love to agree to anything there. <laughs> yes, as it should have been. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, they, so, they, so they've got a lot of point guards again because Levine can play point guard too. So um, I would say – They've got about 18 wings and about three bigs. Yep. Um, so they got some roster in, <laughs> they got some roster imbalance. But, Who are the wings this year? Levine is one of them, and he's terrible. Martin, Wiggins, Brewer, Butler, Levine, and Robinson. Glenn Robinson guard. is not going and, to play. And Hummel. Let's and just Hummel. get over. And Hummel, sure, if you want to. Yeah. Seven of our 15 roster spots are wings. That's, At least. And all seven, zero of them are legitimate starters. Budinger. What about our guy Budinger? Or possibly Budinger? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I'm the guy who called Rick, o- he Rick, was Adelman, Rick Adelman. Budinger was good before. He was pretty good before he got injured for two years. So you tell mm-hmm. me if he's. Someone we should be relying on. He apparently looks good again. He's healthy. He feels like he's healthy. He feels as good as he has in a while. So I don't know. Do you try 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 to get rid of him instead of someone else? Uh, I don't know. I'm sure it you try. Like he, what GM would it, take it, him on? I mean, yeah, it seems like kind of I think Sam Hinkle. Yeah, yeah, but his his contract's <laughs> not po- his contract's not poison. I mean, it's, it's not that big. So that's it's 16 terrible, guys on the right? roster, and two yeah. of whom we've agreed are somewhat good at basketball. We've already had the argument of who would possibly take this player. That's yeah. already, we've already argued that about two guys. And yeah. we haven't even gotten to Glenn Robinson or Shabazz Muhammad. Correct. Bazzy. We call him Bazzy. Call him, Bazzy. We call Bazzy. him Bazzy? Yeah, so maybe that's eight players. I call him Bazzy. That are, uh, like yeah. Bazzy Telfair? Yes, like Bazzy yeah. Telfair. Oh, that's Bazzy. Bazzy. He was Bazzy. Sebastian. Oh, Bazzy. I'm sorry. Yes. I'm yeah. sorry for not getting these nicknames of guys who will yeah. never play right. Yeah, it's yeah. a little different. Um, so, so I would, s- I, I, yeah, they, they could have some depth this year. It just depends on how good these guys really are, and I don't think I don't think anybody really knows until they play the games. I would <laughs> say they've got um, probably eleven. <laughs> Thank you, Flip Saunders, there's, on this podcast. There's your, there's your Timberwolves preview. <laughs> <laughs> probably eight or nine. They play the games. Mm-hmm. Eight or nine of our um, guys on our roster, their ceiling is league average. 
but their floor is not the worst ever. So we just have a lot of like almost <laughs> average players. At best, they're not hurting the team. At yeah. worst, they're not that bad. Like Mo Williams should have a good year, and he'd be like, oh, he's, you know, okay this year. That's a That'd good be a good year for him. Yeah. Um, Buttinger, Brewer, Bennett, Jang, Wiggins, the, almost Peck. I mean, Peck, Rubio. You're kind of hoping that Rubio, Peck, Thad Young, and hopefully Kevin Martin are like above average players, and the rest of them yeah. we're hoping we get to be league average. That would be yeah. amazing. And this is kind of Rubio's team now, right? I mean, more yeah. or less. Yeah, it really is. It's, it's, it'll eventually be Wiggins' team, I would imagine, but for now it's kind of Rubio's team, which is interesting. You know, yeah, I would love if it turned over to Wiggins, but I think Rubio's a fine person to to take a season to see what he's got um, in him from yeah. a, a from a different offense from what Adelman. Obviously, that was yeah. not yeah with a, the best with thing a coach for him. who cares with now, a coach who actually cares. Now, Mister Rand, you've got hashtag access. Does mm-hmm. Ricky Rubio strike you as the kind of guy who can lead a basketball team? He does. I think he can. I really do. I, I think he can. I don't think he's been asked to do that yet because it's been Love's team ever since he's been here. Uh, but I think this will be this will be this is a critically important year for him. Obviously, he's he's got the contract negotiations hanging over him. He uh, you know he wants to establish himself. He wants to prove that he's you know that he's taken he took some knocks last year and rightfully so. So I think this is a, this is an important year. We're going to find out a lot about him. But I don't think leadership is his. I don't think that's that's the question. That's not the problem. Passing not the problem. I think production is the question we have to ask. Dribbling not the problem. Good dribbling. Man, he can, can score. Can it's he his score Trump enough? Can he, season. He cannot can he, score. Can he, can he score enough? Can he? I don't know. Let me I cut to the end can. of that one. He can't score. He's can he affect the down. game without scoring? He'll get up again. You'll never going to keep yeah. him down. Nice. It's his Trump season. This it is his Chumbawamba season. season. It is. Yeah. I like Boy, that. that is a good title for a podcast. This is the, this is. Is the second straight uh, group discussion I've participated in that uh, included a Chumbawamba reference because that, uh, that oral history of Josh Freeman that we did. <laughs> Milk toast. Another one? Milk toast, nobodies. Wasn't that great? Oh, oh my God. They're so angry. It was great. It's like it's your fault that you guys watched Josh Freeman and just wanted to share your pain. I know. Oh, oh. God, people. That was a fun night, by the way. I wish I could have printed more of uh, <laughs> some of the stuff. Just everything. I've got the audio still. Okay. If you guys want to hear it, it's like 40 minutes of. I like that you actually I. went out and did the interviews, not just email me some stuff, guys, and I'll no, copy and paste that's, it. That's, nope. that's no fun. I'm doing the interviews. Yeah, that's no fun. You got you to gotta, you gotta do it right. I enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Professional. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. <laughs> Good times. Where were we? All right, let's go through the Wolves. So that was starting... the offseason. Yeah, so let's go the through the Wolves' predicted starting five. Because okay. I'm, I'm, I've already been confused by you guys saying that Bennett is not going to start and there's no chance he'll ever start. start. He's not going to start. No, of course not. Okay, so here's the starting five. Uh, yeah, center, starting five. Is, center is Peck. Yep. yep. The four is Thad Young. Yep. The three, Wiggins. The two, Martin. Yep. The one, Rubio. Who's the Mike and yeah. who's the Sam? <laughs> Sam <laughs> Martin and yeah, Michael Wiggins. Okay, and then our bench is uh, Gorgie Jang, um, Greg Doritos. Come on, Greg Doritos. Sorry, uh, Anthony Andrew Bennett. Old Andy Bennett. Andy, Andy Bennett. Um, Wasn't there Seabrew, Seabud, Mo Williams? Those are our next. If we're going to go hockey lines, unit? that's our second. Honestly, unit. God, there's not enough minutes. And then on the bench no, after that, guys that'll never see the court. Uh, I, don't lo- I don't see any losses really. Yeah, yeah. Levine, Shabazz, Tereaf, Hummel. Those so are our 15 guys. Our last two first round picks are not going to see the floor. Oh, oh Greg Doritos. No, I don't think so. Uh, 
our, uh, yeah, not, our, our first our last two top Shabazz. Shabazz. Shabazz, Shabazz could some, I think, but yeah, I think I think both he and Levine will will struggle to see playing time at least early on. For the most part, if they get in the game, there's most likely an injury to somebody else. So Either they're both somebody else or, or or a specific matchup that they think Muhammad can exploit because he does have that capability where if he gets matched up with a smaller guy that they think he can take down on the block. He, he showed that enough last year that he can he has that capability. And Shabazz and Bennett in particular both love their mid-range jumpers. So I can see them getting a little bit more run just because Flip, that's sort of how his offense is geared as well. So. Love to, they love to take their shirts off now too. They did that off-season program. I love them for they're, it. Awesome. They're ripped. Man, they're ripped right now. Adorable. Sweet. Glistening. We, do we want to mention that the mid-range jumper is by far the worst shot in basketball? Um, we could, we could, if you wanted to. Um, I know the um, it's the dump of, and chase of basketball. The opinion of Flip Saunders varies <laughs> in this room. Um, I don't know if we want to get into it. Well, but, you love him. You, you can't get enough of him because, as <laughs> as noted basketball es- expert Dave Marthaler pointed out on Twitter today, he did in three months what your guy Eric Hinkle the, or whatever his name is, Eric Sam Hinkle. Eric Hinkle. Hey, Hinkle. Sam was Hinkle. A, he was the quarterback for the Lions. Ray Finkel. Strike. Ray Finkel. <laughs> what your guy Ray Finkel <laughs> wants to do over five years? Yeah. Flip turned it around like that. Yeah. I. I mean, you hear that, listeners? I, you guys. That's you your chance to stick up for yourself, Brandon. Yeah. I think that that is so. F- um, so far beyond like a legitimate point that it was just trolling, which is fine. Um, but no, there's no comparison between. There's absolutely a comparison. There I, is I not a comparison. No, no, he's right. There's no comparison. Yeah, he's exactly <laughs> right. Well, I haven't heard a lot from Clarence, who's still got to be reeling from that Henry Abbott true hoop story about his beloved Lakers. My God, that oh, was my a God. hit piece. No, I didn't, I didn't read that. <laughs> Refuse <laughs> to read anything that makes uh, you reconsider your point of view. Takedown that was. Yeah, that was really something. Wait, is it going to make me reconsider something? Fuck it. Close tab. The real page turner. I couldn't, couldn't put that one down. Yeah, you're sitting there retweeting Flea. <laughs> yeah, I heard about that. Was that uh, the llama or whatever? What's uh, Phil what? Jackson? Yeah, yeah Phil, yeah, Phil Jackson. He retweeted it too. He yeah. did. Yeah, yeah both of you guys. You could, you're kind of the same with the back with the basketball. Fascinating mind. stuff. Yeah. 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 So let me um, make. Well, the I point. do put a, I do put a tube sock on my on my wiener a lot. But that's that's about. You and Phil Jackson have both spent time in North Dakota. I, so, thought gonna, I, mean. I thought you were going to say cranked for sure. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, we and we both have spent time in North Dakota. Phil Jackson uh-huh. and I, which makes you from there. <laughs> which yeah, apparently <laughs> that means I'm from there. Step foot. Yeah. God damn it, Mike. Callback. The callback. The callback. Yeah. Twitter callback. No, that's fine, Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> <laughs> apparently, you're Frank Frank Sinatra then. Okay. All right. All right. So I, I agree. I, I, I think Brandon broke down the the roster pretty well. I think that's going to be the starters, and those are kind of your that's kind of your you did a depth good job on the bench. Thank you. <laughs> I can't even see him. So, uh, but you know, I think I don't know. It, it's thanks, John. Every year you get so. I mean, you being me get so optimistic uh, in the preseason. You being of, no one but you. <laughs> because You're the uh, only one. You see, you see flashes others. of any... You can pick flashes of anybody in any yeah. sport at any time and say, okay, if, if they could do this all the time, this would be great. So yep. you look at you look at Bennett and you say, hey, man, wouldn't it be great if he was scoring you know, 17 points in 24 minutes off the bench? Things like that. Um, 
I, you know, we just don't really know. We, we don't know. I, I think this is a 30-win team. I don't think they're, I don't think the bottom's going to fall because I think they have enough good players that they're not going back to being terrible. But I think they're at least a couple years away from being good. I think the reason that it's um, a little bit easier to be optimistic about basketball is you only need, like, three players to break out to all of a sudden have a turnaround right. season, right? It's not like baseball where right. know, there's, out of the 25 we've talked about, there's probably 18 guys that actually matter. You need a lot of them to work out to have a competitive sure. baseball um, team. Sure. But for the Wolves, you know, if, if yeah, all of a sudden Wiggins was amazing and Bennett turned into a solid pro, and all of a sudden you got a decent squad. So I don't think it's going to happen, but I can understand yeah. why um, there's a little bit more optimism in, in well, this sport just because there's so many uh, few players. And we're going to find out just how good Love was, how much of this he was carrying by their record. Because, you know, you look at them, they were 40, a 40-win 40 team in a very good conference last year. Yep. And, and frankly, they gave away five or six games. I mean, this is a team that – statistically was more of a mid-40s win type of team. Coach so checked out in November. That didn't help. How, how far they fall will be an indication of just how good love was versus how much they brought in. Yeah. Immediately, immediately at least. Yeah, that's true. Um, I tend to trust the numbers. I think he was uh, a really, really, really good player, um, and they're, they're in some trouble without him. But, um, you know, you said yeah. a 30-win team, that's – that's a pretty big impact because they, they reloaded with Young, who's a really good player, right. and Wiggins, who should at least be good defensively, hold his right. own. That's still right. 10 losses worse. So that's Kevin Love right. is at that point, what, a 15-win player. Um, sure. And I think that makes sense. That's about what you get from an impact just yeah. under superstar-type guy. Um, right. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I, just, I just don't know who's going to score sometimes, and that's, that's going to be a problem because that's the object of basketball. Yeah, oh, that is. Yeah. That's half of it. Hmm. Yeah, right yeah. there. And the uh, other half is um, keeping the other team from scoring, right? Score prevent, score prevention. Yeah. 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 And, yep. and I think special teams. Think they, think the other they, half. Special, teams. <laughs> special teams. How's their, how are the Wolves going to be in the punching? You can't win without a bullpen <laughs> in basketball. Yeah. Oh, man. How are they going to be in the so, specialty place? Allow me to the, be, indir- the indirect kicks. Mm-hmm. Allow yeah. me to be pre-depressed about one thing. Sure. So let's okay. assume uh, there's Coles to that everything Mike wants to happen comes through. And... Mm-hmm. All of these guys Someday. break out at the same time. Uh-huh. Thad Young oh. is in the last year of his contract, correct? Yep. Ricky Rubio yep. also in the last year of his contract. Um, uh, I, I think, think he has a. I think he has an option. That he's restricted can, for now. Right. Two. Yeah. And then what? Wiggins is signed for three years. Bennett signed for two years. Something uh, like that. Wig, uh, rookie's four year scale. Uh, yeah. And then yeah, you so get four, um, so four and three. And so then he's really he's really under team control for five years. And as we as we just pointed out, nobody will ever want to stay in Minnesota. No, not stay in Minnesota necessarily. Nope. Kevin nobody Garnett currently did. would want to because nobody's ever won anything. I think what they have to hope, what they've always hoped for, was that if they can win, then people will want to stay. People KG stayed, stayed in Detroit. 12, they'll stay in Minnesota. KG stayed, KG stayed for 12 years. Yeah, I but mean, KG was, is nuts. He is. He's loyal. He's crazy loyal. Durant nice. stayed Man, in I Oklahoma City. I mean, guys stay yeah, in programs guys, that they believe in. Guys stay if things go Cities well. Cities don't matter I mean, anymore. Don't, they don't. You just got to you know, get the players there to make it go well. You, you've yes. got to you've got to at least get them to stay through their second contract. Yeah, After which that, is almost they're... a no brainer. Like Kyrie Irving two years ago stayed in a dumpster fire that was Cleveland um, right. at the time, um, and it was it was a no brainer contract for him. Durant as well, um, just stayed. Yeah, and if, you, you and can... after the second contract, you almost don't want them anymore because they they make too much money. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a diminishing return at that point. Well, after the second contract, they're about 32 years old, aren't they? No, they're about 28, oh. depending on how old these guys are. Usually about seven years. I may have gotten confused by baseball there. Oh, they're 28. 
And yeah, being okay, being a Twins fan where no prospects come up until they're 29 years old. <laughs> yeah, exactly. A little bit different. Oh, so he's under team control and then he's just retiring because he's already 39 years old. <laughs> I don't think that we can use this the city of Minneapolis as an excuse of guys not wanting to be here. It's just about the, the, the franchise and the program. So I think what we need is, well, we've talked about it before, for a sports fan um, in Minnesota... Our our eggs our eggs are in the basket of Bridgewater, Wiggins, and some weird scandal to kick all these owners out. That's it. Those, that's all that we yes. have. What about hope? No, at all. No, don't who say. Just Craig con- who just signed contracts? Who just signed contracts? Jonas Coyle? Brodeen, Charlie Coyle. Mm-hmm. I don't know who. Those you might guys as well are. just turn the keys over to the. Talking about Zach Parise is signed You're for talking about the guy that was more in the years. Goonies? Ryan Suter's contract runs through twenty one fifty. Yeah. Okay. The, the wild will be the wild will be above average for the very foreseeable future. Yes. So that's, that's unless a thing. it turns out Charlie Coyle sucks. I no, mean, God, he, I no, I can barely sleep thinking now. about that. Even if he's a third liner, he's going to be they're be well paid. on the way to two and fourteen. He'll be paid fine. Yeah, I like Charlie Coyle. Don't get me wrong. I'm searching for answers. And I don't think it's a, don't think it's a bad contract. It's for answers. It's no, not it's a bad good contract at all. It's a good contract. Even if he never plays another. Minute for the Wild is cap hit is very minimal. Yeah, he's getting paid the same as Kyle Brodziak. Oh man, yeah, what a point! I was, about to, I was about to say that same thing. It's Panic not a team killing contract. If he just, no, we talked about the Wolves for thirty straight minutes, and now we talk about the Wild for three seconds, and you got to just poop all over it, Brandon. We can move on if, if we want to move on. No, we don't want to move on. Have they scored the power play yet? I've got no. They have not. The season's like four weeks. Case closed. No, I've got. Blades. It's August. I've got more Wolves to talk because I have more questions. Okay. Okay. Randball's already on record. Thirty wins. Brandon, what are you going with? Are we going to get into predictions already? Well, what else do we have to talk about? I wanted to say my piece about Flip Saunders. Okay, I want to talk about how Phil, how Phil sucks. Flip sucks. What's wrong with well, me? His name is Phil. Oh, oh, Royal's going to score? Royal, oh, oh, they sent him. Okay, hold on. Hold on. He's going to yep. score. Oh, yeah. Me too. Easy. Who, that was easy. Kane. Jesus, he's fast. Billy Butler. Is Travis Ishikawa he's throwing at the wrong arm? Some, What's going on out there? Some insurance he's not good in just, walk, just singled him in. <laughs> Jesus. Bob <laughs> Hamlin off the bench. Sorry. Huh. <laughs> this has got to be fun to listen to when it we really all just is. get distracted oh, by yeah. the television. It's got to be Billy good radio. Oh, all yeah, right, say your piece about Flip Saunders while we watch insurance salesman Billy Butler single home the go-ahead run again. I want to oh, read a quote edge. from um, my favorite movie that I think is sort of representative of um, the larger issue that I have with Flip Saunders. Um, so I'm going to read it. It's from a movie called Broadcast News. I don't know oh, if you guys have movie. ever seen this. Good movie. It's my favorite movie. Um there was a discussion going on um, in this scene between Albert Brooks's character and Holly Hunter's character. Albert mm. Brooks sort of has a crush on Holly Hunter, and she's dating this really handsome news reporter. Sort of. yeah. Yeah. yeah, sort of a yeah. Um, and yeah. she's dating this very handsome news reporter that he, as a um, dyed-in-the-wool journalist, whatever, actually hates this this good-looking reporter guy. Hold on, I'm going to do uh, a no juice podcast and open a beer directly into the microphone here. Okay, go for it. Uh, That's yeah. Definitely I've played that role their lead. John can't open the Definitely beer. Definitely follow go. their lead. Yeah. Uh-huh. God, they're a bunch of <laughs> Fuck those guys. I can't believe it. Yeah. Literally. We have our own things. Box. All right, keep going. Okay, so here is the, the scene. They're having an argument about this guy. Uh-huh. And uh, <clears throat> Albert Brooks' character says, I know you care about him. I've never seen you like this about anyone, so please don't get me wrong when I tell you that Tom, while being a very nice guy, is the devil. What do you mm. think the devil is going to look like if he's around? Nobody's going to be taken in by a guy with a long, red, pointy tail. What's he going to look like? He will be attractive. 
He'll be nice and helpful. He'll get a job where he influences a great God-fearing nation. He'll never do an evil thing. He'll never deliberately hurt a living thing. He will just bit by bit lower our standards where they are important. Just a tiny little bit. Just coax along flashover substance. Just a tiny little bit. And he'll talk about all of us being a really being salesmen, and he'll get all the great women. So the reason I think about that is that's been my issue with Flip Saunders from the very beginning. He is not obviously incompetent. He's competent enough where he's going to screw <laughs> up this Chibazz franchise for, an, uh, for a decade because he's going to get us to be a competent team. That's my issue with him. He's a low-ceiling mm. guy. And that's mm. been my problem since, since the get-go. Is that he's smart enough where average fans are going to be like, hey, not bad, right? They're improving a little bit. 35 wins this year, maybe a few more next year. We'll see what happens. He has shown from his entire career yeah. with the Wolves, with the Pistons, with the Wizards, he cannot coach up. He'll get them to a certain point to be professionals, and that's the end of it. You know what, though? At this point, I'd almost be fine with going back to what he brought the first He's time. He's the devil, I would, Michael I would love He is the devil. How great would competent be? So that's my issue with him. Um, and I have yeah. two things more specifically about him. Number one, we've talk about, talked about it a lot. Um, he has been, um, in every single coaching stop he's had, the king of mid-range shots. That's what his offense is predicated on. It was fine when most of the league didn't understand that that was such an inefficient shot. The, the whole scope of the uh, sport has changed, and it has left him in the dust, as far as we know. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, I also think his, his son is going to probably... Help him out of some of that. Jesus. I really do. That's what we're hoping really for? His son helping out. He's the fucking most, third most powerful person in sports. His son's going to help him out. No, his son who is on the staff. Ryan. Is, Ryan. Yeah, don't forget, it's Ryan. Shining his shoes every morning. We're going to talk about this mid-range game. Mm-hmm. We'll see. It didn't work this preseason. They're going to bring Terrell Brandon in to work on the mid-rangers. They've oh, shot about 700 mid-range shots this preseason and nine three-pointers. So it's not working so far. Clear? So we'll see what happens. John. That is the best moment in the history of this <laughs> I podcast. think Ryan Saunders might be the key to all of this. <laughs> you know, he might, actually. Check those smoke alarms. No, I want to keep going. Why is Ryan Saunders the key he's to going to talk dad out of being an because idiot? He's, because he's the only one on that staff under the age of 70, under the age of 50, that kind of pays attention to the kinds of things that Brandon wants people to pay attention to. The things that work. Yeah. The things that have been shown to work by the best organizations. Dad, right. come on. We should not shoot so many mid-range jumpers. You go to your room, Ryan. <laughs> Are those shoes shined yet? <laughs> we saw this as shoot 16-footers. Have you folded those jerseys? Come on, Dad. By the way, that reminds me of a great moment from, uh, Richard, Richard, <laughs> from Richard Pitino's press conference the other day. He was uh, asked about uh, uh, just conversation in the house about uh, the, the Louisville game, like what's what's going to happen, what's what's going on in the, you know, because they're playing Louisville in a couple of weeks, you know, if you tie, you know what's right. going on. And he's like, oh, you know, I, I moved out a while ago. <laughs> <laughs> I live in my own house now. I have a wife. I have yeah. children. I'm grown up. I have a, my own bank account. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty Did you ever ask your dad about that waitress he knocked up? Yeah, I know. Oh, oh sore subject. Um, okay, so let me make my one last statement about Flip, and then we can move on okay. to predictions or whatever it's else. Daggers, it's it really becoming the the main thing that uh, one of the main tenets of this um, of this Not podcast well, it um, is uh, is is have a plan, right? At least mm-hmm. it's an ethos. That's what we talk about all the time with why we hate the twins and the way they work. My problem with Flip Sander- Saunders is uh, 
if there's a plan going on, I have no idea what it is. We know the plan of almost every other organization that knows what they're doing in every single sport, what they're trying to do, how they're trying to get better or find a leg up in the competition, whatever. So Saunders makes this trade for Wiggins, um, which I think Mm -hmm. was a great trade. But then he brings in Young. So he Mm -hmm. talks about, we're not doing a full rebuild because we brought in these veterans. That's fine. Um, But he's not going to give time to the young guys to develop. I mean, he's got two different things going on. And I have no idea which one is going to take precedence. And um, he's also, I don't know if anybody's ever mentioned this before, he's also the general manager and the coach. So he's yeah. got a billion things going on and irons in the fire. And I'll just, just ask every organization, have a goddamn plan. And I don't see you one for the Wolves. That's important to me. I would kind of disagree with that. I think they do have a plan. And I don't necessarily think having veterans and young guys is a divergent plan. I think it's a a plan to basically have these guys learn from somebody. So I, I don't I don't think he necessarily wants to be good right away. I think he wants these guys not to feel like they're abandoned. Is that Clarence and or Annabelle? That's Annabelle. Okay. Oh, all right. I get those two mixed up. Well, yeah, we've been talking about basketball for an awful damn long time. I, I can totally – I would not have been surprised if that was Clarence. Speaking of veterans that are going to help us, do we still have Ronnie Turioff? Yep. Yep. Yep, he's like he's our like a coach best on the guy. floor. He's a coach on the floor, guys. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Um, I just don't. I don't like the idea of. I just want to do one or the other. Like, let's bring veterans in, or let's bring in rookies and let them develop. Like Levine. I. I mean, I'm very uh, bearish on Levine. I don't think he's going to turn out to, to be worth anything. But he's got to play, and he's not going to play. Uh, Shabazz, let's find out what we have and let him play or not. He's not going to play this year either. So. Um, it's a little confusing to me, um, and I just I don't see a plan. And he's the same thing. Like when he talked about the Shabazz pick, uh, that press conference afterwards, he's like, "Yeah, uh, I don't know, man. Our guys weren't there that we wanted. I, I wasn't really sure what to do. I just traded down." Like, no. dude, you don't have a fucking clue what you're doing. Their, have a plan. Their board in that draft was eight guys written on the back of a napkin that could, I mean, put together, and he's like, none of the guys were there. He couldn't even pretend that he had a plan. Like, he's just dude. out on like NBADraft.net like, well, <laughs> like, I guess Flip, we're recording this. this I is guess this is the next guy. Unbelievable. It just doesn't seem have, to be at all that they, there's a plan. They so. might not have started with one, but I think they might have stumbled into one. We'll see where it goes from there. I and hope what, to God. I hope to God they did. I mean, Wiggins could turn into be an unbelievable player. And Rubio right. has been, to me, underrated because he can't shoot very well. But the plus-minus um, on-court, off-court sort of stuff, he's always been a really solid pro. Mm-hmm. That is... If we can figure out by the end of this year that that's your backcourt for the next five mm-hmm. years, that's an amazing mm-hmm. thing. That would be a fantastic mm-hmm. start to this. I just, mm-hmm. I personally don't have any faith that they're going to do anything beyond that. Um, yeah. And finally, a lot can happen in three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. 
identity. That's why. That's why I think he's yeah. the devil. Cool. Okay. That's a that's a big leap. Well, that's what I'm saying. The devil is, you know, <laughs> the devil is not David Kahn. No, no, because was he was clearly incompetent immediately. If the, if the devil is 45 wins a year, sign me up. <laughs> All right. <laughs> you know, I I I want to be with Mike, but I remember that from the Glenn Mason years of Gopher football when we were all supposed to believe that winning three games against schools that nobody would ever heard of and then going three and five in the Big Ten. Sign me up, guys. It's six and five. Better no, than it, it used to terrible. be. It was terrible. I was there. It was awful. I hated every minute. You of get it. used to mediocrity and wanting more really quickly. Yeah, it's you know? like, like it's it does it it's doesn't like take hypothermia. Long. Look at the Denver you Nuggets. Get They've cold, been trapped in this for two just years. Get sort of warm and you yeah. drift away. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so should we um, should we do some predictions? Sure. Wild pitch. Wild pitch. <laughs> All right, we've got we've we've already got Mike on record for thirty wins. Brandon, which I don't think, which I do not think is a smoke detector. Uh, no, no, not at all. That's a legitimate one. Um, I looked up the um, smart guy stats. Ooh, um, mm, one of us, guy. one of them um, for ESPN. They have two projection sh- systems. I think one was thirty-one and one was thirty-six. Wow. They really like Thad Young. They think Wiggins is going to be able to hold his own. Um, so that's good for the for the stat geeks. I again. I don't like our head coach, so I'm going to go a little bit below that. I'm saying um, 27 wins. All right. Stu. Okay. 34. Oh, man. <laughs> Another local optimist. Ooh. That's I amazing. Like I think that, by the way, I think the Vegas over-under is something like 26, and I'd hit that so hard. Oh, 26 that's and a half. Oh, that's, that's going to clear the bases. 26 and a half. Yeah. Yep. The Royals. <laughs> the Royals just got a two-run got double a two-run, no, two-run to double. center. From a guy who's had three hits since July. And I'm going to go ahead and say Kansas City is burning. Is that Raphael, is that Raphael Belliard? Belliard. <laughs> Kansas City's on fire. Mark there are, Lemke. There are people making love in the stands. Oh, it's job, just Casey. a riot. Well, it's Kansas City love. This means they're eating right. bird ends together. Stu, do you have anything to back up your 34 wins, or are you just going 34? Um, nope, it was between 31 and 36. That's why I said Well, <laughs> again, at least it's an ethos. Mm-hmm. Clarence, what do you got? Oh, I'll say they'll go 500. So what's that? 18, 18 wins? <laughs> nope, not quite. <laughs> nope. <laughs> they're, how, they're playing a full schedule play? this year. No lockout. They're, they're playing 82 games. They play, the NBA plays 82 games? Every single year. You watch 82 of them fucking things? Yeah, yeah. every goddamn second of them. God, how do you do that? How do you watch 82 I love athleticism. Games? You should try it sometime. Holy shit. Athleticism you and strategy. Two of those things. Yeah, and very few odd bounces to you. change the outcome of a game. It's a, it's a real hoot, a real hoot. God bless you. I'd, well, then uh, I don't know. I'm sticking with eight, eighteen wins. Then I have fuck, I eighteen know. wins. That would be a really bad season. Yeah. Wow. You don't get a. They you still don't get, get a point. They'll still be better than oh. the Sixers. That's you don't a get a point run. for losing though, so you wouldn't like it. Oh, that, that's what you're going with. That's your sizzling hot dragon fire take. No, that was it's the, it's the NHL tie it. system. You think that's that a sizzling hot dragon fire take? Is that like, also you a good know, like for this? You know, I like the NHL. Too. That's what I get at the end. Chins. So good. All right, oh, I still have go. to make my prediction. Just piling on, huh? that's uh, fine. So here's what I'm saying. Uh, I think the Timberwolves are a 41 win team, but I'm going to subtract 10 wins for Flip being the coach. 31 wow. wins. 
Flip you're still is, hitting that over under though. Flip is still, worth minus still hitting that over. Minus ten wins. What the fuck is this umpire doing? Oh, we got a brawl. We're brawling. What is this umpire doing? Oh yeah, there's, oh, there's, there's oh, a duker. Kick his ass, Seabass. Look at this. Get out there. What happened? Oh, that guy is going to. You're going to hey, break. Look at that. Eric Hosmer. You're talking. 120 oh. pounds. He's going to break up a fight. Oh, this is great. Ooh, Lorenzo Cade's fast. He'll circle around what, those guys. Last time we had a brawl in the World Series. Hey guys, it's Don Wakamatsu. I'm pretty what sure that. Strickland? Okay. What is Strickland getting all up? The pitcher is mad that he gave up a home run and they celebrated too much. Whatever. Which, as a pitcher. That's insane. The dude hit a bomb off you. It's really hard to hit a bomb. Just Hunter Strickland, you just gave up five runs in the World Series. I understand. You want to go? He just <laughs> said you want to go. Down. I think maybe he's projecting. I'm just going to say <laughs> he that. might be a little, might be a little frustrated. Yeah. Projecting just a little bit. Can be a little, a little frustrated. Bit. Guys should really celebrate as much really as they goddamn want to if they hit a home run. Pretty much. I don't oh give a shit if it's spring training and you do cartwheels around the bases. That's fine. Hunter Perez was waiting for the other guy to cross the plate, just like everybody does on a home run when they're on base. I don't know. What he, he wasn't was. at the runner. It was at the Salvador Perez for something. I just can't tell. Well, he what. was a he was the runner. I think. He was on he base. Was, must have just been screaming and, and happy. Oh, I, I meant that Omar Infante. Oh, not the, not the batter. Gotcha. He crossed the plate. Okay, there he is. He crosses the plate. Oh, <laughs> oh. oh, all right. All right. I think that was two different languages. What the fuck are you looking at me? What the fuck you looking at me? We need. Okay, Mike, is your wife available? Because oh, she's uh, yeah, she can she can tell us what's going on here. Oh man, that was good. That was good. I, just got that. I enjoyed that. John, do you want to give us your prediction? My prediction yeah, was pretty thirty-one pretty wins. Oh, you did thirty-one. Okay, all right. Yeah, I was. And not flip is worth ten ten negative wins. Okay, so oh, all right. right. How about two games? Jesus. <laughs> okay. Well. That's the exact amount the NHL That's the exact amount Okay, uh, John, Stu, and Brandon, how much money are you comfortable just betting? In uh, general? <laughs> on what we just In general, said. very little. How much, how much money are you comfortable losing? 20, um, I, would, I would bet 20 bucks on that bet. That uh, on the over? Not, on the over-under? I bet you've got more money than that. <laughs> I do have more money than that, but that's how much I would feel comfortable betting. That's sick public radio I cash. I bet you've got more uh, money than that. To be fair, you guys would be paying for it. But uh, I think we should pull. I think we should pull our money and hit that over. All right. Do you guys? Real nice. I've got a oh, hundred bucks on the over. Detector. Um, this over under is twenty six. I've got a hundred bucks on that, Mike. What about you? I, I do a hundred on that. Are you going to Vegas anytime soon? He's got the. So he's in the sports media industry. This is all hypothetical, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. So hypothetically, I won. I have won money on the Timberwolves the last two years. I bet the under, and then I bet the over last year, and I got thirty-nine and a half wins. So I I won last year by (laughs) one fucking win. (laughs) So I looked up last night at twenty. It was twenty-six and a half, and Mm -hmm. I bet money, hypothetical money, of course, Mm -hmm. of course. on one of those directions. You guys want to guess which one I did? You went over. Over. I actually over. did go over. Yeah. yeah. And n- over. no matter how much I hate Flip, I still thought there was value in the over. How much hypothetical money did you bet? Hypothetically, just 25 mm-hmm. bucks. Oh. Mm. I was drunk at the time, and I didn't trust myself, so I didn't want to do any. I was like, I'll just start with this wow. and, and get sober. Gets more cautious when they get drunk. <laughs> Some people... <laughs> Is that amazing? Some people whoa, get, whoa, whoa! I'm drunk. Oh, I better, oh, I better yeah. be smarter than oh, I usually I am. I've Some had pe- a lot to drink. I really shouldn't drive. <laughs> Some people I'm, get drunk. Oh, and I go hate on drinking. eBay. I just make such perfectly smart decisions. I'm, I'm pretty drunk. Yeah. I'm going to put Google Safe Search on. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh God! <laughs> I, I know how drunk I am because I'm really cautious right now. 
<laughs> Boy, there are consequences to my actions. So I if any of you would hypothetically careful. like to put hypothetical money on our um, yeah. Minnesota Timberwolves Hello, game. Mr. Stockbroker. <laughs> you are uh, all in the bonds. I'm hammered. Log world growth. Municipal bonds. Not any of that municipal How do I buy soybean <laughs> futures? Soybean uh, futures for everyone. Soybean futures. <laughs> Uh, uh, oh, man, I didn't. I was so drunk. I just didn't trust myself. <laughs> I was so drunk. Oh, I man. put all my money in U.S. I, government treasury. I was with a hooker at the time. Does that help? Okay, all right, yeah. yeah. She That's talked weird. me down. Bambi, Bambi talked me down. I'm, my favorite part is that you don't go on eBay, you don't go on Amazon and buy stupid stuff. You go on a sports betting website and place extremely I, conservative I, bets. I was not going to touch that. You know how much I hate flip sides. I was there was no way in hell I was going to touch. Hypothetically, that yes. Hypothetically. And then uh, I saw it and I was like, Jesus, that is so low. Um, I also um, noticed the L.A. Lakers were uh, over under of 31 and a half wins. You went under. I bet you. Do you guys want to guess where I went with that one? I think you went under. I went under pretty hard. Yeah. Yeah. I definitely went under on that one. So I'm rooting for the Wolves and against the Lakers, which is perfect because that's what I do in my normal everyday life. So that's fantastic. I thought you stopped rooting for the Wolves and started rooting only for the Sixers. I told you I love the Sixers. I'll see them next year. No, you don't. Here's a sweet replay right here. Look at this. Oh, there's taunting. Oh, taunting. He must have said something. Oh, he got real slow. He got real slow. Yeah, yeah. There's some taunting going on. Who the hell knows who started it? No, <laughs> That's amazing. Uh, I'm, I'm standing right here. Boy, it's hard to tell who started it. Right it could have been the guy who started walking when he got around third base and spent his time yelling at the pitcher. <laughs> yeah, but he we have he has his back to us. We don't know if he said, like, hurry the fuck up, or you got lucky, or some bullshit. You're fond, he finally got a hit. So. Oh, Oh, yeah. Um, the Royals have 97 straight hits. I hate the Royals so much. Yeah. Just to make my piece about the Sixers, as mm-hmm. an organization, they have a plan. That's my number one rule. You don't love the Sixers. It. They have a goddamn plan. You don't plan. love the Sixers. I don't like the way that they're shitting on their fans for two straight years. That's a bummer. That's a huge bummer. You don't like the but Sixers. But they have a plan. You Dude, don't like the Sixers. These these teams choose me. I'm a Sixers guy. No. That's how it works. This now. is not some Salon.com Ooh. think piece about fandom. That's exactly. You what grew it is. up in Minnesota. I've been hired by you Salon love to... you love the Timberwolves. We all know this. I love the Timberwolves and the Sixers. I am, I am the biggest proponent you don't ever. Love the Sixers. You guys know that I'm a backup team guy. Yeah. No one's been spewing backup team, talking about it more than me. So they're my backup team. You have to have a second team that does what you believe in. No. Yes, that's how that's it should work. That's not how sports work. That's no, how they I do, do that. in my world. Okay, I have a backup team. Well. I love the yeah. A's. I love the A's. No, you don't. Yeah, always have. You don't love the A's. Millennial, millennials love backup teams. That's cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. Yes. Very hey, true. Who, who, are the, who are the Twins going to hire? The Twins are going to hire Paul, Paul Molitor. But not Paul Thursday. Molitor. Not Thursday. Not Thursday. Nope, that's from Royce Wait himself. They're going to wait till the World Series is over. They're having a bunch of meetings with him um, to uh, to talk about what his um, coaching staff is going to look like, and then they'll and they'll officially announce it like Friday or Saturday. Here's how I know they're going to hire Paul Molitor because the one thing that has been become very clear about the Twins is that they don't have a plan in any way, shape, or form. Of course, they're just throwing darts at a dartboard. Yep, trying to think. Trying to think about they're, what normal people. Well, they're, they're they're a path of least resistance. Kind of what thing. in Terry Ryan's 
25 years of decision making would tell you, 20 years of decision making would tell you that he will pick anyone but Paul Molitor. Nothing. Name nothing one at all. thing. Nothing. Not one. And well, the fact that he did this is the last time he had a chance to. Well, because he had Ron Gardner, which who is there's what's the hell that was the only there, actual easier decision than Paul Molitor at the time. That's just it. Now there is no easier one. He and they put this completely on Terry Ryan's shoulders. That's kind of what I was trying to find out today, asking around Twitter, just sniffing, sniffing around, sniffing around Twitter a little bit. The place to go is, for that's a rare for you. They have uh, they have put Terry Ryan completely on an island with this decision. You don't hear about anyone else. This, this is on him. This is oh, yeah. there's no I poll think, ad. But this, I would argue the last swing. five years have well, been on him. They haven't been around at all. He, if if they don't have another good year next year, I think he's the next to go. Right. That's my point. I think they're saying yeah. They're, they're busy making a movie about well, harmonica players in Bulgaria. Yeah, guys. Bill Pollard should just be wrapped up next year. So hopefully he'll get back around to remembering where all his checks are coming from. The who? Wait, why am I so rich? Oh right. Oh, that's right. I'm in charge of that team. I didn't know still the around. No. Have the Timberwolves. Grant Ball for sure. You can hire him. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> No, yeah, you're probably you're probably you're probably right. If they it, ha- it would be it would be surprising. I just I don't know. It just doesn't do a ton for if me. If they were going to hire Lavulo, it it'd be like, oh, they're finally bringing in an outside voice. They're bringing in somebody who likes advanced stats. This is happen. a plan. Nope. Why if are they we were even gonna, talking about it? If they're going to hire sense. Doug Mankiewicz, that's a plan. They're not a plan kind of people. Nope. No. The no. plan is to hire the person that you're most comfortable with. Yep. Right. It is a plan. It's Why are they risk, comfortable with Paul Molitor? There's no reason to be comfortable with Paul Molitor. He's been there for he's 10 years. That's my point. Doing what? He's, he's a minor league. He's, he's got running instructor. He's got a passcode into the facility already. They don't got to give another Why guy the passcode. Burger named rolls. after him at the Nook, for God's sake. Yeah, I mean, it's easy. He's got a uniform already. It's stitched into the back. It says Tori Lavolo Bend to Creighton Durham Hall. Does he even know where it is? Yeah. I would know. Get him out of here. No. That was the only interview question. Gun. You don't know where it is? Get the fuck out. Yep. You know where the Cretan Vandalia yeah. exit is? GTFO. You brought a computer with you? Idiot. <laughs> what do you order at the Nook? I don't know what the Nook is. Well, okay, well you then can see well, you later. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks tough. for coming. Pay for your own plane ticket home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Please detail. Please detail the differences between the Nook menu and the Shamrock menu. Go. Wait a minute, this is a trick question, right? <laughs> it is a trick question. You're hired. And unless you know that, Stu's hired. Exactly. you can't get hired. He's the new director right. of analytics. Actually, he probably knows more than most of those guys. Anyway, I'd be I'd be happy with Lavulo. I'd be kind of happy with Doug Mankiewicz just because I remember, I remember my brother sending me an email or something from 2001 where for some reason, and I don't know who thought this was a good <laughs> idea, they let Doug Minkiewicz and A.J. Pierzynski take over WCCO for a couple hours. Oh, boy. <laughs> and, I, and, I get, oh, and I get an email from Dave that says, uh, so right now Doug Minkiewicz and, <laughs> and A.J. Pierzynski are on WCCO discussing slump busters. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. That's been the greatest thing ever. <laughs> on WCCO? Oh. Wow. We this is back. This is back when like the governor had a radio show, and if Mankiewicz gets tired, we got to find that audio. Yeah, it's it's from way back when. I don't know. It's going to be difficult all, to find, but all I know is that I interviewed Mankiewicz one time post game. Uh, <laughs> I love this story. <laughs> and he, he hit a home run, like to put him ahead in the eighth inning, and I, I had the audacity, I guess, to ask him. You know, he hadn't he had hit maybe twelve home runs in the majors. Like, where does that rank among the home runs you've hit? And he looks at me straight face and says. 
Well, I did hit a home run to win a gold medal for my country. (laughs) (laughs) In an Olympic sport, nobody gave two shits about. (laughs) Nobody knows that, Doug. Wow. They have baseball in the Olympics? Are you sure? Are you sure it wasn't like a world championship? Little League Baseball? (laughs) Is that like a charity thing, maybe? Yeah. (laughs) Charities. Uh, Rock and Chuck? Was, <laughs> was Dan was Cortez a, there? Yeah. It was a participant. What about Lisa Left Eye Lopez? <laughs> <laughs> too soon. Well, too soon. No, not nearly too soon. Not too soon. Too late. Yeah. A little too late. She'll burn down your house, too. All right, Pia. <laughs> yes, Andre. Right. She'll burn. Wait, that was, that was T-Boss, wasn't it? Yeah. Wait. No, it was left eye. Which one? It was, was it left, left eye? eye. Okay. Yeah, it was certainly left eye that did that. Oh, it was fucking left eye. Can I break in here now? <laughs> sure, of course. Again, you, crazy? you are a source of knowledge for TLC. T Boss. I can remember. Sure, shit wasn't chili. No, that was not Chili's game. Chili was such a wallflower. She wouldn't do anything, no harm to anyone. She would chase waterfalls. Of course not. No. Um, okay. Give me any topics. <laughs> any other topics besides the Twins managerial search? Yeah. Well, I'd love to talk about hockey. <laughs> okay. I gotta hold on. I gotta find the button to mute Brandon's mic. No. All right. Brandon's muted. He can't. Act. Yeah, you're actually muted. Nobody can hear you. Um, I I do want to mention something that came up during this <laughs> their one game that they played last week. Which was Ryan Kessler running Michael Grandland at the at the whistle, at the buzzer, I guess, at the horn, mm-hmm. at the end of the period, at the end of the game, and it it brings up <laughs> one of the problems with this Wild team, is that they're going to get pushed around this year. Mm-hmm. Grandland's tiny; <clears throat> a number of their guys are tiny. Nate Prosser, you could just pick him up and put him in your pocket. They got they have no size whatsoever, and a team like Anaheim that has a number of rather has a number of bruisers. As a number of bruisers, they're going to try to push mm-hmm. him around. Dump and chase. I can't even. I can't even see Jared Spurgeon. No, you can't, can't see Jared Spurgeon. Can't even see him. He's like a little peanut. speck. Can't even see him, guys. Can't see him. Peanut. And so my yeah. question, my question for you guys is, how much of a problem is that going to be? Is this going to be as I big of a problem as I'm worrying about here? Again, I, I predict it'll be two fourteen. I think it's less of a problem than the fact that we're in game four and we're already talking about. Uh, Hey, the Wild really outplayed him, but man, they just couldn't find the net. That is game, that game is four. eerily reminiscent of last year. No power plays of last year. But they, well, you know, don't all teams the, say the, that the, when the, they the, lose, the, though. The, the first, their first four games, though, were against you know two against the Colorado. Division. They're all against and Colorado, then, and, then, and then Anaheim and LA. So they they played four really good yeah, opponents. But so they're far, in the so Western Conference. Three. This is going to happen a lot. <clears throat> they're going to play really a lot of good teams. Three points, not, sorry. Four, four tough games. Three they're points. not in a division with Edmonton anymore, so they don't get to play Edmonton eight times a year like they used to. No. They don't get to play Edmonton that often, three times this no. year. John, uh, we brought it up on the preview before the season even started. I went off on a unhinged Twitter rant one random afternoon while I was eating lunch about it, get and it's town. come to fruition. Yeah, I know it. It's crazy, Weird. but uh, suspend disbelief for just a, a second. The power play is an issue, and in both those losses, it, it uh, floated to the surface. It, they got to score on the power play. They're going to have to score some power play goals to win in this league. Yes, they're going, at some teams. point, they're going to have to score one of them. The guys are going to have to score on the power play. 
guys, Bruce. you gotta play hockey. Bruno, guys. How big uh, of a sample size is four games of? It's a tiny power plays? sample size. Is it? Okay. It's tiny, but they've they've had seventeen power play chances, Brandon, and they haven't scored on one of them. They're yeah. all for seventeen, and uh, for the most part, they should have been four or three. Right around That's there like to be league with the guys you have on with the guys they have on the power play, you'd expect them to have scored f- on four of those power plays. So that's pretty big for that's a goal a game. That's big, right? Yeah, yeah. And Zach, okay. mm-hmm. Zach, Zach Parisi's taken five hundred and twelve shots so far this year. Yep, Is that right? he's leading the league that by five hundred nine shots. That seems really good. Seems great. Somehow yeah, he's really around the net. He can't score. Thomas Vanek has no shots on goal yet this year. Oh wow, that seems bad. And we mm. do need to talk a little bit about Miko Koivu. My who, God, I thought you'd you never do? ask. <laughs> Where's no, the new no, one? No. no. <laughs> All right, Brandon's muted. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what do we? What do you do about Miko Koivu? I can't think of what to do. You take him off the power side story. You take him off the power play. Take him off the power play, John. He's put him, put him on the third checking line. I'm not going to bash Miko. He does a lot of good, a good things. Well, he he's good on faceoffs. He plays defense well. Mm-hmm. He does. What he he is not his his skill set is not the power play. It's not no. moving the puck. You know who's good at that? Mikhail Granlin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Is he on the first power play? He's not. He's, you've got Koivu has the top power play minutes of any other forward. Parisi may may have passed him now since this last game. But they're neck and neck, and here's it makes the, zero sense to have Miko Koivu as the forward getting the most power play minutes. Here's the thing makes, that bothered me: on Sunday they went to a theme power play, where it was all right. Let's put all the old guys together and all the young guys together. It's like, and then they played the, all the old guys the most. Well, just let they them work play the young in the guys. preseason. It's and fine. they didn't it score. Sense. It's not working. Is the thing they would get credit for it if it were working. It's not. All right, this week we're different. this week we're going to go with all the guys whose names start with M or before in the alphabet on the first power. Play. Everyone whose birthday's in June. Yep. Get on out there. It's like the roller rink. All right. No, it's we're joking about. I mean, it, so they said they're going to mix up the power play, and everybody was excited. Yeah, great. We're going to mix up the power play, and their mix up was even worse than their original idea. Mm-hmm. So he just gets so damn frustrated. Hockey it? coaches panic so quick, too. It's like one thing doesn't work. It's like, oh, that didn't work. Oh, I guess I'm going to try something else. Oh, that didn't work. Throw Let's it keep trying the something that works and it'll work for a little while, then they'll try something else. Just, well, know. with this team, it's been our – the frustration has always been when they when they don't have an – when they don't know what they're going to do, they always defer to a veteran. Mm-hmm. That's true. Any, if there's any question, mm-hmm. they defer – Danny Heatley. They defer to Danny Heatley. He played a billion minutes, especially right. a billion power play minutes right. last year, and Brad the power Day. play was was poor. Yeah, uh, Brad Brad another good example. Um, when they didn't know who to put on the second second left wing, second line left wing this year, mm-hmm. they put Matt Cook there. Like if you made a list of people on the team, who to put at the second line left wing? They're like, well, fuck, I don't know. Fontaine's hurt. Who are we gonna put in the second <clears> line left? <throat> They picked Matt Cook. There's like, oh, cool. <laughs> that's insane. There's like three Brad, guys in the Brad, organization. Who was the only goal the other night, though? Well, who was the only goal the other night? He stood there untouched <laughs> for five seconds in breath and breath of death. Finally took a backhand. And I think even the goalie was like, Matt fucking Cook just scored on me. Jesus yeah. Christ. The hell? Oh. Nobody touched him for five minutes in front of the net. Yeah. If you're going to cross word. Up, you got. Do you not put Coyle on the second line and Fontaine to the third? <laughs> or is that just me? Well, I got to tell We've you. We've been talking about this, I got to tell you, Stu. Yeah. 
Charlie Coyle's on the second line this week. Really? Yes. Wow. I'm, I'm New contract thinking. on the second line. They think that that might be the thing to get Miko Koivu going again. Cool. Why do we need to get Miko Koivu going? Motherfucker, he's 8 billion years old. He's going downhill. I don't need to get your young guy scoring. You need to get Vanek. How old is Miko? Stu, lines are groupings of players that you put on the ice at the same time. Why don't they call them groups then? No, lines is a good one. First group. First group's out there. First group. It's a hockey term. Okay. All right. We got that worked out. Should we talk about the Vikings before we wrap it up? Yeah, let's talk about the Vikings. All right, we've been angry enough about the Wild. Let's go Vikings. <laughs> what a hilarious disaster the Wild this are fine. season has been. It's just little details of them that yes, have a Like not scoring on the power play. And <laughs> only sucking. Only. In hockey, he's 8 <laughs> billion years old. <laughs> Podcast listeners, you're not going to know what I was laughing at. What I was laughing at is I was looking at the Google Hangout screen and... Mike's wife brought like a sippy cup for him <laughs> to drink out of. Like, oh, mopped his brow like he's an ass driver. All right, you're good to go again. You're good to go there. for hour number two of the Stop podcast. Stop the fight. Dig, 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 dig. Oh, anyway. All right, Viking stock. Um, I saw I one know. play of Sunday's game, and it was the extra point Buffalo kicked to win. I know what uh, who Clarence <laughs> blames. Um, for this mm-hmm. team, not well, two, doing very two guys. Well. Two guys. Two guys. I know exactly who those two guys are. Curiously, missing a guy in between those two guys, which is a little odd to me. Um, I am wondering um, Stu's point of view because you do watch the games. I did watch the game. Most uh, yes. Haven't been the best so no. far. <laughs> um, who do you uh, who do you blame for this? <laughs> Uh, honestly, you sound like a high school principal. I'm going that to kid like took a dump in the hallway. Not the ideal place the to take a done. shit. Uh, it's not <laughs> not where I would have wanted best. you to take a shit, you could, son. You could have done that in a different place. Um, there are plenty like more optimal locations making. to take make a shit. Cho- just make better choices. Uh, wish you had. For you next time. Let's talk about who's to blame for you taking a shit in the hallway. And that's really a good metaphor for Matt Khalil's play this year. Oh. Um, and it, it's the offensive line. That's because yeah. the def- the defense has actually improved the last drive yeah. of the Buffalo game, notwithstanding. They actually yeah. do look better. I mean, yeah. well, obviously, yeah. compared to last year, it's it's all there that the defense is better. Yeah. But as much yeah. as they have progressed, the offensive yeah. line has regressed. Yes. And Why did you say all- that in a Canadian accent? No, because it's my party. You love I'll Neil Young. Do that if I want to, I do love Neil Young. Um, but it's. Uh, I mean, they're, they're they're banged up, and the ones who aren't banged up are underperforming. And I mean, they were they had their backup to Vlad the 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 Impaler, yeah. who I don't even remember the name. Was it? Vlad? They, were, they were close to having a tight end play. Yeah, it was. Yeah, they were like a, where the Falcons were when they played us. So, yeah. yeah, it's it's the I mean it's the offensive line, and they don't have. I mean, the running game is actually halfway decent. Sure. Totally. Yes, it's no. I mean, it's obviously it's different not having the threat of Adrian Peterson back there, but it's the offensive line and it's the quarterback. Yep. And I mean, there's really not much for. I mean, obviously we provided a lot of excuses for Christian Ponder not having any weapons, but Teddy Bridgewater does not have any weapons. I guess. And he hasn't been very. And he hasn't been very good the last. He has not been very good. He there does. is some on him. He has definitely looked the part of a rookie quarterback. He does but. look a little shell-shocked out there, standing around a little bit too long. Yeah. You don't see the veteran mm-hmm. guys standing there yeah. 
as badly. Um, he should be running for his life a little more. Yeah, actually. I'm surprised he hasn't been scrambling Probably. very much. They must yeah. have a guy he, on. He actually is something. trying to be a quarterback, and that's not the best thing to be doing when an offensive line is getting you killed. I feel like right. most quarterbacks, um, if we take out Brady and Manning uh, in particular, uh, <laughs> most of the other, like uh, Rodgers and, um, and Newton and Wilson and Kaepernick, whatever, they're going to pick you up. Three, four, five first downs per game just by you know scrambling. A Andy little Luck, my guy, Andy Luck. Andy really Luck is scrambling. amazing at no, it. No, and Bridgewater just hasn't really yeah. been doing that the past few weeks. I did make this point though on the StarTribune.com today that basically cool website, uh, Brad. Great. Yeah, website. It's, it's a, <laughs> it is. It's a newspaper, the Twin Cities website. Biggest <laughs> uh, website Whatever. in Minnesota. I'm on, I'm on yeah. salary. No you, big deal. You do. You do have to get a little. Give a little bit of credit to Buffalo and Detroit because those are two very good defenses. And they didn't just win against the Vikings. They're top five in interceptions. They're top five in sacks. So and I'm, both I'm of those curious. are based on the defensive line, right? They both have really yeah. awesome. Their the D lines are great. So I, I yeah. want to see Bridgewater and the line against these three kind of mediocre, bad pass defenses they're going to go yeah. against next. Tamp- Tampa is, you know, we, we've seen Leslie Frazier. Terrible. Defense. They're really, can, really bad at the football You can pass game. against that. Uh, mm. Washington gives up a lot of yards, gives a lot of touchdowns in the passing game. Terrible football uh, game. And Chicago after that is a mess. Uh, <laughs> yes, they so. are. They're fighting so, each other. They're so fun. At least the Vikings so, aren't fighting yeah. each other. So you've, you've, got, you've got three games coming up now where I think you, you've got to see Bridgewater progress some here and get some confidence because, you know, it's not all hope is lost if he doesn't play well in these games, but I think this is a chance for him to actually okay. Here's here's some here's some games against teams that you might be able to handle right now. Let's see what you do. Yeah, I mean, obviously the jury is still out, but he has not looked great so far. Um, seeing the offensive line struggle so much worse than they were last year, <clears throat> and the quarterback uh, doesn't seem to have a whole lot of game plan around to. Well, I guess maybe that's not necessarily true. But it seems really obvious that the head coach has no um, experience running an offense, right? He's like, no, he's, seems he's, like he's very much a defensive. I mean, it's so it's it's yeah. it's very obvious. That's why you turn the keys over to an experienced offensive mind like uh, uh, what's his uh, name? What's his name, Clarence? Bob Schnelker. Bob Schnelker. That's why I'm waiting for Clarence to join. By the way, by the way, we're coming up we're coming up very soon on the 25 year anniversary of the Bernsey Schnelker meltdown. Ooh. Really? Oh, that's not Bob Schnelker's fault. <laughs> and I'm hoping to do a very special video with Fernsey. That Ooh, that would be great. We need to make a big oh, really? deal out of this. Anderson Cooper awesome. falls off. That's not Bob Schnelker's fault. <laughs> <laughs> Time out. We, Michael, we uh, we need to get serious for a second. Uh-huh. We we need to make a big fucking deal of that anniversary. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm worried that the kids, the young Vikings fans, do not fully appreciate the Moss era Vikings fans. The Moss era Vikings fans probably aren't aware of it. I honestly just yeah. barely know what you guys are talking about. I know Shut up. when he went on that rampage and he swore a bunch in an yes. interview. Yes, oh, this I was, was too after, young to remember. If I'm not mistaken, this was after a game the Vikings won by blocking a punt in overtime. Yes, scoring and having a safety. I, I believe that. Yeah, uh, Rich Carlos kicked seven field goals against yep, the that was Los seven Angeles field Rams. Goals. Yes, Richie Carlos doesn't remember was, any of this. Rich Carlos, Carlos was barefoot, a barefoot, barefoot kicker. soccer style yep. kicker. Metro Mike yep. Merriweather blocked a punt. Yep, out seven field goals in the He was the barefoot in, in, kicker. A safety in overtime. Yep, seven field goals to get us to they twenty-one put, they, points. They put his picture up on the scoreboard, and all, all the fingers move. <laughs> the fuckers, boom! <laughs> they they need to like have a halftime ceremony. Yes. I mean yep. that's not. They can't yeah. just brush this aside and no, have. No, they can't. They no, need to have like Lee, they, have so to, they need to have like Lee Elia like come come out and give him something now, and then play Lee Elia's Wrigley Field meltdown. Oh. Because so that's good. the only one that is comparable in recent memory. Yeah. 
So it doesn't get any better than Burns either. Norv, no, it doesn't. Norv, Norv hasn't entered Finalka territory yet, but he's he's not. Impressed. But he's not doing himself any favors, and I don't. <laughs> I just don't. Here's my <laughs> issue. Going to be a riot. Understatement. Here's my issue with. Principle. Make better choices for your Norv. Make better choices, Norv. <laughs> Norv Turner has proven himself for the past ten years to maybe five years. To not be very good at his job, nope. right? What were people expecting? It's not, not his, his fucking job. fault. It's whoever hired him. No. That's who I fucking blame for this. <laughs> okay, so Zimmer is getting off because he handed the keys over to that guy. Well, it's still your fault because you hired him and you're still the head coach of this whole thing. It's the weirdest oh. thing in the world to me, where it's like, hey man, this is all on Norv. It's on Zimmer. It's his team. Yeah. That's What's weird to my, me. Everybody Zimmer, loves him. So Zimmer much. is I, getting away right now with being like. I didn't even know our team had no Yeah, offense. fuck, I don't know, man. Oh. <laughs> talk, go talk to Norb about it. It's like, dude, no, he, you're yeah. his boss. You're yeah. the guy. It's yeah. your, You're the one responsible. Bill Belichick is a defensive coordinator mm-hmm. his whole life, and he still figured out a way to make the offense work. Well, Some yeah, guys. He's got Tom Brady. Well, he's got Tom Brady. <laughs> right. Okay, sure. And, and, and Zimmer absolutely should have called timeout at 4th and 20 when he saw his guy which he said he should have, Which he said he should have done. And he, and he admitted that. He said that. Which is rare because, you know, Childress would have just mumbled, well, you know, it's part of the process. And <laughs> Leslie would have had his arms crossed just yeah. staring yep. at it. Yep. He's... <laughs> Yes. Mm. A lot of plays mm. out there. Les Frazier did yeah. have a little bit of Art Chell in him, didn't he? I am totally fine with the jury still being out on Zimmer as well. I do think he's getting off very, very lightly because he is the um, um, – he, he tells it like it is in interviews, and we appreciate that and love that, and you know, he acknowledges mistakes and all that. But yeah, I am just confused why we're, why we're putting all this on Norv when he shouldn't have been hired in the first place mm-hmm. and he was a shitty – uh, well, I, I know I rip target. on Spielman a lot, but let's not act like Norv was chosen in a vacuum. Just Mike Zimmer chose him out of the blue. He wasn't on Mike Zimmer's. T- he wasn't, you know, a coordinator with Mike Zimmer. No, they're not like buddies. It's not like Gardy and Rick Anderson that they're a package deal. It's somebody that Zimmer and Spielman identified together and mm-hmm. chose. They both deserve blame for it. I'm not trying to absolve Zimmer from it, but it's not like he just said, "I, I need." Norv Turner here, or I'm blocking. It's, right. it's not. It's not the Gardy Anderson deal here. You're making I don't think so. Yeah, and, 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 I'm sure and you're right. Yeah, and I'll and I'll give Norv the same benefit of the doubt that I'm giving Bridgewater in that these are more opportunistic games they have coming. If if they can't game plan for Tampa, then yeah. forget it. Except for the fact that this is that Bridgewater has played in three games and Norv has a right. 35-year track record of doing almost nothing. So that's kind of a little though. bit. You, you, you guys are very anti-Norv, but you you we are very chosen, anti-Norv. You, you've, you've you've chosen that narrative, but it's not exactly the true. facts are on our side. He, no, well, I think the facts are on our yeah, side. Made a Super Bowl. Brandon made a graph. I made I a saw graph the graph on PowerPoint. Guys, there was a T chart. You guys shout louder, but you guys doesn't mean you're right. I no, was still in high I school disagree. the last time he won a, work, a Super Bowl. <laughs> I I think he is uh, got the same Flip Saunders disease. Of his um, issue is that he's just competent enough to like you know not be an absolute disaster, and he keeps getting rehired. That's his problem. It all comes back to Flip Saunders with you. It, does. it, it sure does. does. The 9-11 truther of coaches. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It all it all gets circles back to that. I mean, show me where that wing is. Show me where that wing is. Not, not at the crash site. Cliff Saunders was a controlled demolition. <laughs> not at the crash site. The tensile strength. No way of, it blows uh, up that. There's no way. 21 drop play. That was pretty grease. It doesn't hold up. <laughs> 
<laughs> and on that oh, note, yeah. I should probably get back to St. Cloud. That's guys. tremendous. Right. Yeah, that's, that's, probably about, that's probably the perfect. Uh, oh, we didn't even get a chance point. to talk over football. God, those yeah. poor guys. Next we did that week, last we've, week, too. We've got a special guest next week. We do have we a do. special guest. Patrick Donnelly, our guy Patrick Donnelly, is going to be on next week. We're going to talk a lot of gopher football because I've I've just been aching to talk gopher football. They'll probably lose now. They probably, probably will lose to Illinois. Please yeah. win. Will, Please win. Just so, yeah. Oh, God. Like, and Lavelle won't leave you alone if Illinois wins. So. Yeah. Oh, God. Oh, oh God. no. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, so we agree. Uh, Flip Saunders is the devil. Is the devil. Mike Zimmer needs to get more shit. Yes. Uh, the Wolves no. are going to suck, but hopefully yep. be sort of no. exciting. And They're going to have 31 wins. Norv Turner did 9-11. Norv Ta- Turner did 9-11, <laughs> and we still love Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. That's everything we agreed on. That'll do. That'll <laughs> That'll TL, do TLDR, that's the conclusion. Cool. Good job, guys. <laughs> Thank All you, right. Michael. All right, guys. Take care. Yeah, bye. You're the best, Mike. You guys. All right. Bye, everybody else. Party rock! Yeah. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.